Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am one of the other hosts, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of these United States. And before we get started today, I would just like to make a brief announcement about the future of the podcast. Listeners... Oh, hold on. Do you want the, um, the, like, uh, violin music that we use for, like, um, what's the name of those documentaries? Like the Civil War documentary? Do you know what I'm talking about? Ken Burns. Do you want the Ken Burns violin under this? The Civil War? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. The Civil War Ken Burns violin? Do you want that under this? Okay, yes. Okay, and go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Abraham Lincoln, co-host of... uh, Well, let me start it. Let's start it over. Here, I'll take the violin out and go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Abraham Lincoln, co-host of 15 Minutes with Lincoln, a podcast about politics and some other things here in Chicago, Illinois. And... I would like to make an announcement about the future of said podcast. As I mentioned, this is a podcast about politics, and occasionally we get off topic, and I would just like our listeners to know that from this day forward, uh, we will no longer be referencing films from the FX channel, the FX Now app, or the FXX comedy channel. Now, listeners of the podcast who have frequently tuned in will know that frequently I have gotten carried away with said movies and If you listened to the episode last week, you'll know that I even went out of my way to write my own version of an FX movie. And writing that has given me a new appreciation for these these works of art and how hard it is to to get something made. And you know, writing is rewriting, so I'm just going to take some time to really focus on my own craft and uh, really kind of crank this the screenplay draft up a couple times, send some more revisions to Timothy and and see, uh... Or just, you know, whoever. Well, I was thinking... I mean, you gave a lot of notes about structure, and... Yeah. It's just, I thought it was gonna go over so much better, you know? Have you got... Oh, you mean the feedback from me and Mary Beth Smith? Yeah, but I also thought, like, oh, if we maybe if we do the episode, then it'll just go viral. And then <laughs> there'll be a campaign, and people will think, this ought to be made. Well, if I... Uh, listen, I've never had a screenplay made. Uh, let's just start out with that. But generally, people don't read whole parts of their screenplay um, f- just to have that idea out there because someone could steal it. That's also part of it. No, but we have proof that this was the first time that idea was ever given birth to. I suppose you're right about that. Yeah, right. you, you got me there. We have legions of listeners who would be willing to back that up as well. <sighs> well, Abe, um, I'm... I'm I'm proud of you. You know, maybe you hammer that screenplay enough times. Maybe um, you take out the um, intellectual property that you don't own. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm just going to throw it all out and then start over again. That's a great idea. That okay. is a great great idea. Okay. So yeah. right, right after this podcast. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. So anyhow, listeners. Also, it seems to me that I have allowed myself and my attention to be divided, and I will no longer allow that to be the case. It seems like we have more important matters to to press into. Uh, I've always wanted to hear you say this. So, so, sorry, keep going. This is great. This is great. And I, I was worried that the FX movies had become a bit of a crutch. Yes, they have. Okay. So, listeners, you're welcome still to leave us five-star reviews. Please do! Uh, but you don't have to give us a movie to, to review. That's right. And also, perhaps, we, if you'd like me, I can, I can email you drafts of this screenplay if you want, so just go ahead and email us at numerical15 minutes with Lincoln. I think that's a great idea. That's who you should get feedback from. See, I used to be able to watch these movies, and they'd be a form of escapism where Uh I could just not worry about anything. I'm not interested in art that changes how I think. I'm just interested in in consuming some content, you know? Yeah. And now that I've been 
I'm immersing myself in my own draft. Uh huh. These these movies they aren't fun for me anymore. They remind me of work. It's work, yeah. I'm piecing them apart, thinking about things I could use or things I couldn't use. And Abe, I used to love going to improv shows. Then I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on improv classes, and I, I can't go anymore. You know, I just I just judge them in my mind. Yeah, I guess. I suppose. I guess don't pursue anything if you want to enjoy it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, it would ruin a perfectly good hobby. I yeah. Say. Well, lesson learned, but I, I still think I can get uh, on the other side of the screenplay and really turn a corner. And that's great, man. Mary Beth Smith did not say no to shopping it around, so I think uh, there's always that. Just avenue. keep her updated. I'm sure if there's one thing I know about people out in LA, they love going to late night improv shows and they love having people send them screenplays to shop around. Well, invite Mary Beth Smith to your improv shows Wednesdays. Wednesdays, 10.30 p.m., uh, Tuesdays at midnight, any of those, we invite her. She will come. And now we know someone in Los Angeles, Tim. I mean, we're that much closer. It's really going to happen for us now. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. So anyway, listeners, I appreciate your time. And I suppose a man uh, who has been known for his speeches and his his words could have maybe prepared a speech on this matter. And now I see that maybe that would have been better than just winging it and speaking from my heart. But Sure. I've just been really busy writing screenplays. Oh, screenplays plural? Well, I mean, I, I'm this screenplay. This I'm screenplay. Good. Okay, gotcha. And I did envision it as a franchise. Uh-huh. You know. Trilogy? No. Like separate movies where you spin them all off and then they all come together again. Oh, you're talking like a um, uh, President Metalhead cinematic universe kind yes. of thing. Okay. <laughs> hey, have you been paying attention to politics at all? Well... Uh, I suppose we're done talking about my screenplay then. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Did you have anything else you wanted no, to No, I just want to say that the best no you gave me is that he probably shouldn't be called President Metalhead before he gets metal put in his head. Didn't make a, it didn't make a lot of sense, unless it was like at the beginning, you know, you had an old man, uh, the country's free now, and there's no more terrorism, and he goes, the little kid comes up to him and says, uh, Grandpa, Grandpa, how did we end uh, all the terrorism? And Grandpa says, uh, let me tell you the story of President Metalhead. Fade into the yeah, flashback. But, but how would the other characters address him during that flashback? Uh, hey, Mr. President. <sighs> okay. You still have a title right there. Man. Tim, you're so much better at this than I am. <laughs> I suck. Hey, writing is tough, okay? Writing is really hard. You, you look at that blank page and you just hate yourself every day. Or you look at the page that you filled with words. You also hate yourself every day. Yeah. Well, I my resolve is firm, and my spirit is strong. And I pledge to you listeners that I shall finish this draft of President Metalhead, the president who can't get shot in the head. That's great, man. You know what the best thing to do, as since you're like a screenwriter now, is to post a bunch of memes about how you love writing and how you're very committed to writing and okay, stuff like that. Okay, let me write this down. That's what writers do. Yeah. Post memes. Yeah. I be committed to writing? Yeah. Like, it's like, you put up a meme of, like, um, you know, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character in The Matrix being like, um, you should be writing right now. And he's got the glasses on and he looks real tough. And he's, like, threatening you. Okay. Those types of things. Got it. Yeah. Will do. Abe, uh, this is our last show before the midterms, and we thought we should probably hit on the midterms, because, um... I don't know. It's all anyone has been able to talk about for the past two years or so. Let's talk midterms. Um, one, I mean, the general consensus is the Democrats look likely to take the House. The Democrats, uh, the Republicans are likely to maybe add one or two seats in the Senate. I've heard this story before. 
So many, so many times. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Not individual races or trends coming off of those races, but like once the midterms are over, Mueller releases his report, blah, 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 blah. We have... We know that for a fact that he will be releasing it after the midterms? It just, it only makes sense that he, you know, he seems to be a guy that respects this sort of 90-day window before um, elections. 90 or 60, I can't remember. Um, But if we're going to find something out, it would probably be in December. So, uh, fast forward another three months or so. Um, I believe it was Ted Cruz who, in March of 2015, announced his presidential campaign. He's probably going to win his uh, his campaign, don't you think? Who? Ted Cruz is probably going to get reelected. Oh, in the Senate? Uh, yeah, probably. I just think it's it's unlikely. All those really popular candidates that everyone likes, they, they seem to like them because they're underdogs. But then you have to remember that, you know, underdogs don't always win. No, they often don't. Right. There's just too many Republicans in Texas. It's like the movie Creed. I, sorry. This is going to be tough for you. I apologize. As far as movies, though, Creed's great. We're not talking about films. We're not anymore. talking about movies. I, I personally need like a little uh, writer's break, a little like vacation. Yeah. You know, a little writer's date, almost. Just um, make comparisons to anything else that's not a film. Okay. Yeah. Um, you could even have said David and Goliath. You know, go yeah, back to Bible stuff. David wins that. Then he becomes the king of Israel. Yeah. The chosen tribe. Right. Later, cheating on his wife with Bathsheba. Remember? I, sir, I have not. I think I tried reading it he when I was He sees a like, beautiful slave. Well, she's not slave. She's, he, okay. King David sees a beautiful woman. Yeah. This is in the Bible. Okay. And he's like, I gotta have her. So he sends her husband to the front of the war to get killed. And he's like, I'm so sorry for your loss, Baby, I'm here. Weren't we supposed to be rooting for King David at this point? No, no, no. This is after the fact. This is showing how you can lose your power. Power corrupts. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, he then uh, impregnates the woman, and his wife's like, come on, David. And then uh, the, uh, the Lord takes his vengeance upon him, making sure that babe dies. I believe the woman dies as well. And David learns his lesson. Yeah. Maybe... Um... He killed a whole family. Maybe just don't make comparisons. You know what I mean? Let's just let's just talk, not in the abstract. Let's just talk exactly what we're talking about. Oh, I understood. Um, in the 2016 election, they started a year and a half out, and they're probably going to do that again. So we have maybe four months before we get into the 2020 presidential election. Yeah, it seems people are always looking ahead. Kind of like what, sir? I really can't do it, Timothy, but if I if I was... Kind of like Minority Report, or...? No, I wasn't going to speak about Minority Report. Okay. That's different. Those are the precogs. You can see the crimes. Uh, Timothy? I apologize. I'm talking about the trailer culture, how we're always watching the trailer for the movie that hasn't come out yet. Sure. As soon sure, as we sure. get a movie, we just have to go on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, even when we went to see Black Panther, you and I... Mm-hmm. And we're, we're back on a movie right now. Right. But then the whole trailer after that is about the next Avengers movie, and then the yeah. Avengers... We're always looking forward. Constant content. In 2018, content is king. You may have presidents, but we all serve one king. Content. So, are we just going to hit a point of some sort of election fatigue? Or is this our drug now? This This is all we do as a nation. Well, that's a good question. Perhaps it's a drug for a certain sect of people. Uh huh. And then that sect of people kind of shifts depending on who... It does seem that... There's always a natural counterbalance of one side or another side of an issue of some kind. 
one side does well, they get complacent, and then the other side sure gets upset, and they come back. You know, it's a seesaw. It's very rare that uh, a party stays in the White House more than eight years. Um, people rarely win that third term, as Hillary Clinton found in uh, uh, 2016. Um, I won two terms. <laughs> I know you did. But I was, of course, followed by a Democrat. Yeah. So it wasn't, I wasn't, we didn't even get like three terms there. It's a pendulum, you know? It, there's, you know, there's a certain segment that's Republican and a certain segment that's Democrat, and then these Which fucking was my people fault. that swing in the middle. Whoa, Timothy. I'm sorry. These, those are the people we need to convince I, to vote. I know. I know. You know it was my fault there was a Democrat, because I chose a Democrat for my ticket for the second election. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Andrew Johnson. He was kind of like... It's very big of you. Yeah, he was He was a, somewhat against slavery, but he was not a... He, he was very similar to the current president. Uh, a maniac, or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Also fat. Sir, come on. Oh, right. Okay, I apologize. Body shaming. I understand. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, I guess my question is, even if the Democrats take the House, does anything really change that much? They can investigate the president. That's something, I suppose. Um, I suppose the Republicans won't be able to have all the legislator, the, the, the branches of the government under sure. their control. So it might be harder for them to pass their agenda, but... But they weren't passing an agenda anyway. No, it seems like all day long we just have a stream of news about executive orders, this uh -huh. and executive orders, that. And it started, I don't know, it seems like 20 years ago, but it's just continued now. Yeah, and this is exactly what he criticized Obama for. Well, everyone criticizes, and then you get there and you're like, well... Like, I'm not as powerful as I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. When I was perhaps overreaching as an executive. That's an understatement. Come on. Oh, who are you, Dutch Jimbo? <laughs> Easy, babe. It was always under the assumption that this was a period of time which was temporary, which would not last, and was needed so that there would be more time for the union to preserve itself and prevail. It seems as if we've lost sight of that and that we just have this open-ended, continuous time period in which we will just issue executive order after executive order. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the problem is both parties think... I mean, that's not fair to say. A certain sect of both parties think that the solution is defeating the other party. It just won't ever happen. You know what I mean? The parties aren't going anywhere, unfortunately. Maybe a third party comes along. I find that unlikely uh, in this day and age. Uh, I just think there's too many... There'd be too many, you know... Administrative and legal roadblocks starting to starting a third party. Um, but how do you... I mean, it's been asked many, many times, but, like, how do you make centrism fun and cool? <laughs> Just hating someone, like, on Twitter or aimlessly, like, for some reason, that's, that's what we appreciate now. Dunking on people. Dunking on people. Burning people. Sick burns, you know? Sick burn side. <laughs> well, I... I know not the answer to this question. Yeah. I mean, you burned Dutch Jimbo. I mean, could you extend a hand to Dutch Jimbo and create meaningful legislation with him? Uh, I, well, that's an interesting question. We don't have to work together, but if we did have to work together for the common good, of course yeah. we could find a common ground. You know, he's not a racist. He's a historian. He did say he's not a racist. That's right. Uh, uh, apropos of 
no other <laughs> context. He just said that. So usually when someone volunteers, I'm not a racist. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Watch out. You know he's really not a racist. Abe, I think we pretty much covered our thoughts in the midterms. We listen. Let's make some predictions. Okay. This is spicy content that will really get the listen counts <laughs> up, don't you think? I think the House will be won by Democrats, but it's going to be closer than we think. Maybe three or four seats. I think the Republicans take one, maybe two Senate seats. So their advantage grows in the Senate? Just barely, yeah. Do you think... Well, I thought we were going to go race by race here. Do you know how long that would take? Are you talking like all the Senate races and all the House races? Yeah. It would take hours. Like 30 Senate races and 150... No, I don't want to do that. Do you want to pick some specific ones? Some close ones? We also have to do the governor races as well. God damn it. Who are you voting for for governor of Illinois? I am... I'm voting for J.B. Pritzker. I don't want to. Says... Okay. Maybe I just won't. Maybe I'll do a write-in. Timothy? Yeah? You're opening yourself up to a lot of write-in comments here of people who will not be happy. You know... uh, I, well, I can't. I don't like voting for one of two billionaires. I've seen a lot of J.B. Prisker ads on, um, well, I can't say. because What? Is this a body shaming comment? No, like, well, I wasn't going to go there. Okay. But, I mean, there was certainly <laughs> ample target space. Okay. I was saying that uh, when I used to stream movies and, and television shows. Yeah. I'd see a lot of J.B. Pritzker ads. Which doesn't make sense to me because he's not going to lose in Illinois. Yeah, and also I'm year. a ghost. I can't vote. Well, maybe in Illinois I can't ask the Democrats. They don't know hey, you're yo. a ghost, okay? We've not done a great job of informing people that you're back from the dead. We do a podcast every week. Well, that's Yes, that, and this that's is, on me maybe, and maybe not putting enough money into Facebook ads. But is this episode 109, I think? That sounds right, yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah. There's an afterlife, folks. Really, spread that news around. Ed, you know, continue to kneel at the throne of your king, king content. <laughs> I think this is a, just a solid, kind of succinct episode with a clear message. Um, anything else you wanted to say about the midterms? or uh, uh, Best of luck to everyone running. And uh, I'm sure everyone will be grateful when they no longer have these commercials bombarding them. Uh-huh. And I hope everyone feels good about voting. Folks, if you have a suggestion for maybe a new hobby for Abe to get into outside of writing? watching movies. No, I'm not watching. I'm writing now. I'm a writer. Okay. Folks, if you just have questions for Abe. Because I watched them for so long and I thought, finally, you know, I could do this. And yeah. then the first draft, it seemed like, oh man, maybe I can't. Yeah, it's tough. But I know I can. Great, man. Okay. If you have questions for Abe, or can I say this, screenwriting tips... Oh, sure, yes. Yeah. Um, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. Yeah, and if anyone wants to start like a writer's group where we could meet once a week and show each other our drafts and give each other feedback, I think it'd be good to hold each other accountable and keep ourselves on a deadline. Yeah. Abe could start a, a Google Doc with you. You know what? I'm going to start a Google Doc. Actually, I'll do a doodle, see when everyone's free, and fill out the doodle for the writer's group. Uh-huh. And then I'll set up a Google Doc... And a Google Hangout when I'm meeting up and, and doing some writing. Sounds great. Uh, Abe, thank you as always. Why, thank you, Timothy. Folks, we'll see you next time here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.